It's time for B Movie Bonanza. <laughs> Hey everybody, Bob Harris here from the 9790 KFGO. And yours truly, Scotch from 1019 Jack FM. Well, I tell you what, you gave me one here that is probably one of the shortest B-movies I've ever seen in my entire life, content-wise. Yeah, well, so it says 70 minutes on the box, but uh, there's 10 minutes of slow scrolling credits at the end of this one, so they obviously had to pad it out for some reason. <laughs> it's the Ginger Dead Man. Came out in 2005, and it is from Charles Band, who's a huge fan of making movies about... Not only little killer puppets and killer dolls, but now killer pastries and killer baked goods. <laughs> so, and, and it actually stars uh, Gary Busey. That kind of surprised me a little bit, because usually they say to get a, a movie rolling, they do need one name star, but I didn't quite think that his <laughs> name was that, quote-unquote, star quality much anymore. Well, and he plays a deranged psychopath named Millard Findelmeyer in Love this the movie. Love the name. Love the name. Yeah, movie starts off, and this young girl uh, witnesses her dad and her brother getting killed during a robbery. The girl played by Robin Sidney is named Sarah Lee, <laughs> and... Her testimony is what ends up sending Miller to the electric chair. You'll find out everybody in this movie is named after uh, like a product, a, a food product of some kind. <laughs> they they fast forward to his to his execution and uh, they find the woman. He didn't. He just wounded the girl, and I, we you never really did find out why his mother said, "You know, I'm following my mother's orders by not killing her." There, you know, I think a lot of the dialogue at the beginning, and I and I've seen I saw Charles Band live do this uh, full moon uh, road. Show show it was called where they take props out on the road they talk about the movies and i met robin sydney by the way who oh, was, did yeah who plays the lead in this movie i got to talk to her for a while but uh apparently they set a whole day aside for filming the scene with gary Busey, and then another day that they were going to record the audio parts and they didn't have like nearly enough time to film because he kept going off script and ad living, and I guess he was very difficult to work with. And then the next day he came in, so they're like, okay, well, we better make sure we've got a lot of time to record the audio. And apparently he came in and was like, I got this gal waiting downstairs. I'm going to get a little action, so I want to get this done quick. So he recorded like all of the audio for the movie in like 30 minutes. Jeepers creepers. So there probably is a reason that that opening scene is, is cut kind of awkwardly, and then he makes all the promises to his mother, because you get the illusion that he's looking up at the sky and saying, Mother, why did I promise you that? But then later they say that his ashes were sent to his mother. You yeah. Know, so she's very much alive. In fact, we fast forward, and, and there's Sarah Lee is working at her family-owned bakery, and then there's this uh, grandma's gingerbread seasoning that's dropped off at the back door by this cloaked woman, who I have to assume is supposed to be the mother, and his ashes are in the gingerbread seasoning. Well, actually, uh, E. E D D E E Biddlecombe, I think is the name, yeah. is credited as being his mother. I'm going, where was his mother? Where was his mother? That was the only spot. And I looked her up on the uh, on the IMBD XYZ thing, whatever you call that. <laughs> IMDB. Uh, yeah. And she's actually a costume designer for movies. Oh, she is. So she dressed up in this cloak in this cloak and she's the yeah. one that delivers the the, the ashes or and, the, the seasoning, I should and say. And here's where there's a fun inconsistency too, because when they start out, it's obviously dark, it's nighttime, it's outside of their bed bakery and then when she goes to the back door and you see the lady running down the alley it's broad daylight and then again a few minutes later when sarah lee's uh, drunken mother is out in front of the store shooting at the banner across the street then it's nighttime again <laughs> that kind of stuff is fun i like spotting those things well you know there's there's a couple of things that you know you talk about being a comedy i i laughed 
a couple of times because what's the sidekick's name? The guy that wants to be the wrestler. He's, oh, Brick. He, he yeah, Brick. The butcher baker. He gets him. He cuts himself. Yeah. And what do you do? Oh, I'm going to stop the bleeding. You hold it over the mix right. that, that you're going to bake the cookies with. No wonder this loud. bakery of theirs is going out of business. They got no health standards whatsoever. So he's bleeding into the, the seasoning and then later puts a big scoop of it, <laughs> scoop of it into the gingerbread That's dough. mixed in with the middle of Fiddlemeyer's ashes. Exactly. You know? oh, Which somehow God. must trigger. I don't know why they thought there had to be all of this stuff. But yeah, there's ashes in there. There's his blood. And somehow that triggers... This ginger dead man to be baked. I own a ginger dead man, by the way. Oh, do you really? Yeah. It was, they originally were selling them for $200 on wow. the Full Moon website. And uh, it was on one of their special weekends. It was $50 off. So I, I still, I have to admit, I paid $150 for a ginger dead man <laughs> replica. But it's standing in my office, tall and proud. By the way, when you when you saw her make the gingerbread cookie to begin with, I mean, <laughs> she, she cuts it out of the dough. Have you ever seen anybody make that huge of a gingerbread man before? Where do you even find a cookie cutter that that's that enormous? I mean, that was specially made. And then they've got this massive oven. It's a walk-in oven, for yeah. crying out loud. I don't think and that's And it's safe. one cookie they make in it. <laughs> you shouldn't have a walk-in oven, of all things. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's the, only, that's the lone cookie that she's got in there. Her mother's name is Betty. And then uh, later we have the evil Jimmy Dean who shows up. He's building the eatery across the street, that, and they want to shut down their, their bakery. His daughter's name is Lorna, who just won Miss Pretty Face of Waco. But yeah, Lorna, like Lorna Dune, I, I assume. So then her boyfriend, Amos, which must be like famous Amos. Famous Amos Cookies, yeah. Amos and Lorna sneak into the bakery, and they're putting a rat in there because they're trying to get the bakery uh, shut down so that they can dominate the food market in this little town. The deal is that uh, that Sarah is, uh, you know, put him in prison. He got the death sentence, so he's coming back after he's dead to get revenge on her. So Right, so then Amos the and, and uh, Lorna are, are in the bakery with Sarah, and then the cookie comes to life, and then all hell breaks loose. And the cookie knows how to drive. Hey, yeah, right. And, and shoot a gun and all sorts of things. Maybe that's why they had to make it that big, in order to get <laughs> yeah. behind the wheel. <laughs> Here's where you see some fun inconsistencies, too, because one of the first things the ginger dead man does is he goes into a pantry and he's eating and he's throwing the cartons out. And you can totally see a human hand throwing the curtains out of the door. Another time, too, when he's holding this gun and shooting, you can see a human finger on the trigger there. So apparently it wasn't easy to do all that. There's some great lines, though. There's a scene where they say, is that a cookie? And he says, I ain't the Pillsbury bleeping doughboy. <laughs> and another time he cuts the, the mother's finger off and says some, some comment about a lady finger. There's a lot of bakery puns in this movie. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the best line came, though, from uh, the, uh, the, what the, what was the boy's friend's name? Ryan Locke. Uh, Amos? Amos, yeah. Yep. Yeah, where he was, he, he was, so you mean to tell me <laughs> that they sent this guy to the electric chair and he came back to seek revenge as a cookie? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. You know, another thing, when that guy goes out to his car, here's another funny, I've seen this too many times. He runs out to the car to get, retrieve her phone. And then to a, and he gets a gun out of the glove box. But when he runs out to the car, there's totally a guy, like a crew member, just standing by a ladder out by his car. You can see him as plain as oh, day. Oh, really? Yeah, just like standing by the car, obviously like holding a light or a microphone or something. It's like, I must have missed that. I'll have to go back and look. Yep. I'll have to go back and look. Now, here's what's funny. They don't call the police because the landline is down. And then her phone dies out, so he runs out to the car to get another phone. But then they never end up do call, trying to call the police. 
plus they're not stuck in there or anything. They're going in and out of this, this building for the majority of the movie. There's cars driving by. They never go down to just flag somebody down or anything. Ah, they but, stay in there. Ah, but one door was booby-trapped. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we get a nice... That was a pretty good special effect for that scene, too. Hey, hey by the way, just, just you know, you talk about Gary Busey and his first day of shooting. I do have to say that I did watch the extras, the, the blooper reel. Yeah, yep. There was a couple of deals there where he was supposed to fire two shots at mm-hmm. this guy, and only the gun went off only once. And apparently, that happened a number of times. Yeah. <laughs> only one shot! He throws it back at him. <laughs> so, uh, you must have been difficult enough to work with because there have been so many sequels made to the Ginger Dead Man oh, movies. but. Word. But Gary Busey is only in the first one. They don't use his voice on any of the other movies. Yeah, but, they, but I would recommend the second movie, uh, Passion of the Crust, is actually very funny. Uh, that one takes place on a movie lot, kind of like a like a full moon. They're very much making fun of Charles Band's full moon uh, enterprises because they're shooting multiple sequence, sequels to all these cheesy movies at the same time. And then the third one is called, uh, it's had two names. It was either Roller Boogeyman or Saturday Night Cleaver, and it all takes place in a, <laughs> in a roller disco. They like go back in time, so it's like the late 70s. That's a fun one. But then you get Evil Bong versus Ginger Dead Man, Evil Bong 420. There's like seven Evil Bong sequels, and Ginger Dead Man is in all of them. So I don't, they really overused the character. And they made, they, didn't they make comic books of this movie after the movie went out? Oh, yeah. There's, and in fact, there is a series of Ginger Dead Man comics that are, are still available. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. So it must have had a little bit of popularity. By the way, the, the, the second Ginger Dead Man, I did, I did just watch the opening of it. So if you, Go right to number two. You pretty much get all of what happened in number one because oh, it's just God. as long. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yep. at the beginning, so you get caught up real quick. Oh yeah, and that's how uh, Evil Bong versus Ginger Dead Man is too. Like the bulk of the movie is them re-showing you scenes from Ginger Dead Man and Evil Bong. I mean, you've got about a half hour of of the first two movies being recapped. So <laughs> nothing like padding out a movie. Way to go, Charles Band. Well, I tell you what, this movie I liked it. You know, I got some good laughs out of it. It was pretty cheesy, but I did get some good laughs out of it. But be prepared with your fast forward button because, like as you mentioned, you can go through about at least seven, eight, nine minutes of credits alone. Yep. Before even the line producer got his own separate page <laughs> on the credits. It's incredible. They well, really stretched this bugger. And out. for a movie as ridiculous and silly as this should be, there sure are some long stretches of serious dialogue where you think, why are you trying to like squeeze drama into this thing? You know, it's it's about a killer cookie oh i'll give it a thumbs up yep i give it thumbs up as well that's the ginger dead man for b-movie bonanza i'm scotch from jack fm and i'm bob harris from the mighty 790 kfgo don't forget to subscribe to our podcast we got a bunch of great ones for you all right see you later